Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favorite program. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the senior pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore. And ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week, answering emails that come into us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic, which have been covered through the years. We know you have many questions on this one. Through the years, oh man, the many, many questions that come our way. Parents, you have a teenager and do you allow them to go on dates? Now, when is the right time for them to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? What's the magic age for you? Now, in this first part, we asked Pastor Kong about his idea of an appropriate age to go on dates. And also, when is a good time to get married? Sit back, relax and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Pastor, my big question to you is, when is a good time to get attached? I think that, I, I think that when, when you come to a certain age where I would think 18, 19, 20, 21, there's a good time for you to start dating. And I tend to agree with Josh McDowell that dating should not be uh, uh, such a a serious thing where, well, the first date should be my final date or the first date should be my future spouse. Wow. I think dating should be a, a time for you to learn relationship, for you to learn how to relate to the opposite opposite sex, yes. for you to, to learn how to be a gentleman, how to be a lady, and for you to learn about yourself. Yes. Pastor, I, I, because I, I probably think that some parents are tuning in as well, they got uh, children who are in their teens right now, secondary school. Now, what would you, what would you advise a parent if, let's say, their teen wants to date like 14, 13 years old? They want to, uh, they say, oh, Dad, I know, I, lo- I like this girl and I want to ask her out. Well, I think a, a good thing to do if, if, if you feel good about it and uh, if, if you have peace in your heart about it, then you be the chaperone. You go out with them. You know, or bring them to the house. You know, don't don't let them stay in enclosed rooms by themselves. You know, and just always be around and keep a watchful eye. But let them learn to relate. You know, I I'm an advocate of early marriage. By that I mean, um, I believe that the optimum time for marriage is uh, 21 to 25. And that when you are between the age group of 21 to 25. I think that's a good time for you to 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 get married. So actually, Pastor, you just answered my next question. Yeah, yeah, and 
because biologically that's the optimum time for man and woman to reproduce and and also sexually that's a time where it's proven that uh, a male and female is most active and so if god has biologically designed us this way mm. that means god has designed our body and designed our our soul to come into marriage between 21 to 25 i i think that's a good age group to get married now if that is the case then naturally you should start dating before that i feel that 13 14 15 might be a little young so if they want to uh go into a dating relationship i i prefer your parents are always at hand always around but i think um 17 18 19 by 20 that's a good time good time to get attached uh to go on dating go, go on dating yeah okay. go on dating i'm not a, a a firm believer or advocate of long attachment oh why is that pastor um i think if you have a long period of attachment going steady as they would say and and do not have the bonds of marriage there's a tendency for you to compromise your hormones will, will rage and then there's a there's a chance that you will end up um sleeping together you end up having premarital sex mm. that's never a good thing yes that would that would affect your self image that would destroy your identity but if you have done that and you're listening in let me tell you Jesus is a wonderful redeemer he loves you he forgives his grace is sufficient for you but say all things being equal premarital sex is never a good idea so i'm not advocate a long term attachment like you know going on a, on a steady relationship for 6 7 8 years just too many sad stories too many broken hearts at the end yes i think if you if you are attached within one two years you should plan to get married one two years right amazing i i tell many of the sisters many of the girls in our church i say that if in two years after you have gone steady there's no uh wedding day at sight just drop the guy just drop him <laughs> Pastor, you're such a cool pastor. <laughs> That's a cool answer. Then hey, drop the guy. Just drop the guy. Don't you know if he's not serious, then you not, you should not be wasting your time. Invest your life in someone else. Amazing, pastor. What do you say about long distance relationships? It's never a good idea. Wow. You you know and put it this way. Uh, I live with my wife. Um, you know because I have my. My mission work, my ministry, yes. and Sam was doing her ministry as a pop singer, as an evangelist, and and just although we've been married already, mind you, we have already been married for a good ten years, and we are very very close. But the eight years that when we are living, um, not totally apart, but you know, she's in the west, I'm in the east, and we are just commuting and trying to to meet as often as we can. It put a strain on our relationship. In my view, we have almost a, a a perfect marriage, but yet it put a strain. So, it, you know, and we are spiritual people. You know, we are people that are spiritual. We're not easily given the temptation with the opposite sex, but it affected us. It affected our our relationship. Um, you know, and so, so it. I never feel that long distance relationship is ever a good idea. Pastor, thank you so much for being so transparent and mm. and so honest with with all of us. Mm. Pastor, I got a very very big question here, and uh, some people have asked, how will we know if this person is the right one for me? Pastor, how did you know that Sun was the right one for you? <laughs> well, I think in my series on choosing the right partner in life, I think there were a few 
things that you got to look at. And, uh, you know, I, in my series, I taught that so many years ago. I think one of the things that you look at is compatibility. Are you guys compatible? You, you get along? Do you like to hang out with each other? Mm. You know, I, I think chemistry is so important. You got to have chemistry. Uh, then the other thing is also, uh, what about in the area of your life's vision? You know, your life's vision. Do you, can y'all be yoked together? I mean, how can two walk together unless there's agreement? Mm. And it doesn't mean that both got to be serving God in a full-time ministry or both got to be accountants or both got to be doctors or both got to be flight attendants. I, you know, I'm not saying that both have have to have the same kind of a job, but as far as life's vision, as far as what you want to achieve in life, in the middle term, in the long term, it, there got to be compatibility. You got to agree together. And and let me tell you straight off, I don't think you should marry someone of a different faith, because that's going to put a big strain on your marriage. God is obviously going to be a big factor. Yes. So when the Bible says do not be unequally yoked, it's not just do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I think you should not be unequally yoked with someone of a different vision in life, even though both of you could be, say, cell group leaders. Mm. Before we go today, I want to share a verse in the light of what we are talking about. Proverbs chapter 30, and verse 18 and verse 19 from the Living Bible. It says that there are three things too wonderful for me to understand. No four. Number one, how an eagle glides through the sky. Number two, how a serpent crawls upon a rock. Number three, how a ship finds its way across the heaving ocean. But number four, and that's the main thing, the growth of love between a man and a girl. One of the greatest things in life is when a man and a woman, a boy and a girl, can grow in love with every year, with every season, you're deeper in love with each other. And I pray for those of you who are married, for those of you who are in a courtship, that your love for each other will keep growing. God bless you. How was that episode? You have some of your questions answered? Or do you have more questions? Do you agree or disagree with whatever he shared? I still think it is good to hear his answer and opinion and you make up your own mind from there. So what's the magic age for you to start dating? The next email is asking about finding the right partner. Now, should we be from the same church or is it okay we are from different churches? What about dating events? Can we join them? Hey, Bern, good to be on the show and let me have a sip of the coffee. Thank you so much for yes. this amazing coffee. Yes, Pastor. And uh, Pastor, you, today I, I got a long email so you can continue drinking and I'll read it to you, okay? Right. The title of the topic, Pastor, I'll tell you right now, it's called Finding a Life Partner. Oh, <laughs> yes, Pastor. Somebody wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg. Says here, dear Pastor Kong and Bernard, thank you so much for the program, Coffee with Kong. I enjoy listening to Pastor Kong's wisdom week after week, and I have gained much insight. Perhaps some background before my questions. I am in my late twenties, and I'm still single. My parents are concerned about my singlehood. I'm concerned too. Yes, Pastor. <laughs> Time and again. They encourage me to find a girlfriend. I have joined CD Connection and got to meet many singles. I did approach some of the sisters there, one by one of course. However, none of them returned my affections. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have been praying and confessing. For example, she's saying the Lord will provide for me a life partner and trying to approach the sisters. Yet, I am still single until this day. I remember Pastor Kong mentioned that a good age for guys to get married is around 25. Yep. 
21 to 25 Oh man I heard as well Many sisters in church Are looking For partners But not sure How true it is But some of the Older sisters told me The brothers in CHC Are rather passive Which really frustrates them And yet from my experience It is difficult To get a girlfriend In City Harvest Church So Pastor Kong Here are my questions I have been considering To join A dating event Right. Organized by a certified dating agency which is segmented only for Christians. Do you think it is a good idea to join such an event? That's question one. Question two, is it a good idea to find a life partner from another church? What will happen if husband and wife attend different church? And then he ends off, I would like to remain anonymous. Thank you so much again, Pastor Kong and Bernard. Okay, let me answer the second question first. Okay. I don't think it's healthy for husband and wife to attend different churches. Mm. I think I we have dealt with this similar topic, right, yeah. Bern? Yeah, in the past. That when you find somebody, it should be someone not just of the same faith, but of the same spiritual temperature. temperature. Yeah, because you got to be yoke. The Bible used the word yoke, like two oxen connected together. Yes. And two oxen connected together to plow a field, they got to be able to move at the same pace yes. in the same direction. Yes. Otherwise, it's going to break the yoke and mm. it's going to be laborious. So you got to find somebody who is a Christian that's right but has the same spiritual temperature as you. Yeah. Now, and also it's not healthy to go to different churches because the third most important decision you make is really the church you want to be a part of. Yes. And if you go to two separate churches, then you're going to have two separate spiritual vision and goals. Mm. Because your visions and goals are linked to your church. Yeah. And it's going to cause you to be unequally yoked. That's the bottom line. Okay. So that's the second, uh, the answer to the second, second question. question. First question, can you join a Christian dating program? Why not? Mm. I feel that like there's no problem with that. Pastor, you're cool about it. I'm very cool about that. Wow. Yeah, I'm cool about that. The problem is not the event. The problem is choosing the right one. Doesn't matter, is it... The, what is the I mean it doesn't matter is it through online dating through uh, you know through a social event I mean getting to know more people is always a good thing yes, yes. yeah and I don't think there should be a stigma yes on those people that want to join such dating events yes yeah but when you are single and ready to mingle <laughs> make sure you find the right one okay yes. how to choose the right person remember I think we dealt with this also we did Pastor. right you gotta have chemistry remember it's the four C's four C's you gotta have the right chemistry you gotta have the right character mm. so make sure the person that you choose is have the character to be the spouse that you want mm. alright and then number three there got to be commitment that you, there got to be a willingness to commit I can't remember what is the fourth C I also can't remember <laughs> yeah. so chemistry character commitment then, yes okay how to choose the right one when you're single first of all you got to look at yourself and you got to look at the the object of your affection Fashion. okay <laughs> I think for yourself I, I always I learned this okay this is not original from me when I was single mm. I remember one older pastor ever said this of me he said he said Kong if you are a 1 don't expect a 10 if you are a 5 don't expect a 15 a 5 will attract a 5 wow a 10 will attract a 10 a 1 will attract a 1 light will attract light so if you want to to have the condition that's conducive for someone's affection mm. 
then you got to work on some basic things. Okay, number one, work on your communication skills. Mm. As a man, work on how to be a gentleman. Mm. The most important need of every woman, I assume that you are a man, right? I'm talking to a, a guy. It's yeah, a guy, yeah, it's a guy, right? It's a guy. Every woman, the number one need, I can tell you, number one need is not uh, physical attributes. It's not sex or the yeah. number one. Uh, the number one need is affection. affection. Yeah. How to be an affectionate person? Yeah. I don't care. Uh, you could be Quasimodo, <laughs> or you could be the Beast. And the beauty was attracted to the Beast. Yes. Why? Because the Beast was affectionate. Oh yes. yes. The Beast was classy. He's he's ugly. He's a Beast. Yeah. But yet he was so chivalrous. Mm. He was so kind. Yes. So the beauty was attracted to the Beast. Wow. Yeah, so you got to work on your communication skills, work on your chivalry, mm-hmm. and then I think on the object we want to marry someone that is like who look like a movie star, <laughs> right? You know, the truth of the matter is that looks are deceiving. Mm. You got to be attracted to a person. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, but looks are not everything. Wow. Because eventually, every one of us will grow old. Wow. So. Sometimes we have very unrealistic expectations. Wow. <laughs> I, I just feel that. Wow. <laughs> and and the beautiful thing here is this. Yes. You know, when a couple are happy mm. in their marriage, mm. they will look better as they age older. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that too. Yeah, you know what? Mm. You, you know, I, I'm very grateful to, to my wife. I look better as I grow older. <laughs> 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 That's good, Pastor. That's yeah. Good. Pastor, you know, you just you just gave a, like a three part, like a three point sermon: communication, chivalry. Both start with C. Yeah. And the last one, but I'm realistic about having realistic. Yeah. Uh, expectations. Know, expectations. Yeah. That's amazing, Pastor. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's how I feel. I actually, you know, it's not difficult, but sometimes the problem is us. And the problem is our expectations. Amen. Yeah. Pastor, watch it. This this gentleman's in his only is in late twenties. That's not too bad, right? Not bad at all. Yeah. I, I got married in my late twenties. Yeah. yeah, I got married in my late twenties. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's okay. Yeah, you for be for in a you, rush. I would be in a rush. Okay, okay I would okay. be in a rush. <laughs> but I'll pray for wisdom. So I would just, I would zero in on somebody right. that I like. Doesn't matter if the person is not fantastic mm. in shape or size, mm. or but the person must be somebody that I have chemistry with, mm-hmm. somebody that I like the character, yep. and burn in the same uh, spiritual temperature as yes. me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Whilst I read, as I'm walking out, walking out of this uh, uh, today's recording, I'm thinking about what you say about beauty and the beast, and and how the, the you know. Beauty fell in love with the beast because he was such a affectionate guy and chivalrous and a gentleman. Yeah, and <laughs> I was just thinking, and he got amazing pots and teapots that could sing songs for him too. <laughs> that would always work, wouldn't it, Pastor? Uh, that's Bernard being corny. <laughs> Today, as I give you the verse, I'm going to go out on a limb and give you a verse that sounds quite strong, but yet it is an important scripture in the Bible. Second Corinthians six verse fourteen. It says, "Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness?" So, as you decide on the 
partner you're going to have, especially a life partner, make sure that both of you are not just Christians, but you are flowing in the same vision and are burning with the same spiritual temperature. So God bless and thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you have a burning question or topic to suggest on the show, please don't be a stranger. Write to me, connect at cityradio.sg, okay? The last and final email is asking about when is a good time to get attached. Now, if you struggle with certain things and have not fully received deliverance from them, can you still get attached and get married? Pastor, the title of the, the, the program is called Time to Merge. Time to merge? Mm, time to merge because I got a, a super long email, but it's a very personal email. And somebody wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg, says, Hi, Bernard and Pastor Kong. Just want to say that I love this program so much. It has always been a blessing to me. Thank you, Bernard, for always helping us to ask Pastor Kong the hot seat questions. I do have a question this week, and I personally feel it's cooling. So it's perfect time of the year, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I, I'm not sure yet. My seat is still a little sizzling after <laughs> what you have just said. <laughs> so he brackets here, not sure if it's been answered before. I can tell you honestly, it's not answered before. So I was just thinking, <laughs> when is a good time for relationship taking into consideration our walk with God? So basically, that's the main gist. Okay, okay. you have an urge for a merge. Urge for a merge, yes. Okay. In our Christian walk, there are times when we will be doing well spiritually and there are times when it's kind of like on the down. So I definitely agree, Pastor Kong, on getting into a relationship and thinking about marriage. <coughs> because of this, I do hope that when I get into a relationship, I'll be able to give my best to my partner. However, I'm confused at the same time too. For example, I'm a male. I used to struggle with lust in the past, but I'm slowly breaking through in the process, learning to trust God and pursue Him more. However, there are times when I still fall. However, praise God that it's still been lesser and lesser and I do see that one day a complete overcoming of the temptation will happen. However, I do have this desire to want to marry early at the same time too. Hopefully at 25. That's the ideal age, right Pastor? Ideal. Ideal age, okay. Because of this, <coughs> I would like to get attached soon. But what if my complete deliverance hasn't come? So I'm asking for those ranging from 18 to 23 maybe. Shall I continue staying single or only start thinking about relationship only when the complete deliverance has come? Then you'll stay single all your life and not marry because you'll struggle with that until the day you die. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Pastor? Yeah. Wow. I, okay, Pastor, I read on. Or as long as I feel I'm ready, though not completely delivered, I can consider a relationship? Question mark. Because issues like lust can affect the relationship if it does happen, of course, there are many other issues too. Is there a grace of God that will be there in the relationship? Pastor, what about you? Were there things you struggled with still that you felt could affect the relationship when you got attached to son? Or have you seen cases like this before? Is our trust in God despite the issues we are going through enough to get us through this relationship? Or do we wait till we have complete deliverance from this issue? Thank you for reading this long message. I definitely hope that it will be answered. I would like to remain anonymous and I'll be signing off as guy who has a desire to marry early. Pastor, you, you answered him right off. Yeah, the First Corinthians 7 tells, tells us, Paul says that he wishes that man would be like him and, mm. and not be attached because <laughs> then they could serve God wholeheartedly. But then he goes on to say, but for most ma overwhelming majority, 
the urge for merch is natural. Yes. Because God created us to have a desire. Yeah, he he wired us this way Mm. to have desire uh, to get married. Yes. You know, and then there's a verse over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 where it says that um, that our body does not belong to us, but it belongs to our spouse. Yes. Correct? To each other. Yes. And we must give ourselves to meet each other's physical needs mm. so that Satan will not have advantage of us. That tells me one thing, that first of all, God hardwired us to have physical needs mm. that will be met within the boundaries of marriage. Mm. And if those needs are not met, Satan will attack even more. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you are of a certain age where it's time for you to get married, mm. the urges will be there. Mm. And yes. sometimes when you are not married, the devil will take advantage of that because the needs are not met. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. What I'm trying to tell you here is this, is that there is no perfect condition. All throughout our lives, we'll be tempted and tested and the devil will attack us in all the different areas of our flesh. Yes. Uh, the Bible talks of the lust of the eye, mm. the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Mm. So those three areas, you'll be tempted in what you see. You see what other people would have in their material things. Covetousness may arise in your heart. Greed, materialism, I want that too. Mm. You know, the the lust of the eye. Mm. Or, or let's say you're a guy, you see an attractive girl. And you know what? First of all, I want to say this. It's natural mm. for you to be attracted when you see something beautiful. Yes. It's natural for you to have urges uh, when you reach a certain age. Mm. Otherwise, how are you going to fall in love? Otherwise, how are you going to uh, procreate? How are you going to keep the marriage strong if yeah. there's no such physical urges? Yeah. So those things are natural. The problem is you've got to manage them. Mm. You've got to keep them under control. Last of the eye, the last of the flesh, pride of life. You've got to keep all those wrong desires under control. And God has put marriage as a safety valve for emotional, physical, spiritual needs to be met here on earth while we continue to live life and serve God. Wow. And if you don't get married, sometimes those areas burn even more. Mm. Wow. I don't know if I answer your question or not, but yes. what I'm trying to say is that while you're trying to overcome them, don't discount relationship. Don't discount a marriage. Hmm. Um, you you need to seek counsel. Yeah. You need to be accountable to somebody, another older brother. You need to uh, renew your mind. You need to pray to God for grace. I realize one thing that very often the more spiritual you become, the more you get into the Word, the more you pray, the more you take control and manage the desires of the flesh. Wow. So Pastor, what I'm trying to what I'm understanding from what you're saying is there is no perfect condition. No. There's there is no point where of your life where you have completely overcome and have received complete deliverance. Yeah. But of course if if you are addicted 
For example, if you're addicted to drugs, yeah. you're addicted to sex, yeah. you are addicted to pornography. I mean, I'm talking about serious addiction. Then you should not be starting a relationship. You should seek counsel and deal with those areas first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you get into a relationship. But let me tell you this too: that when you start a relationship, it doesn't mean the temptation is not there. Mm. There will always be temptation. Wow. And and the reason why you can be tempted is because those areas that God created us with is alive. Mm. You will not be tempted in an area that you are dead to. I want to leave you today with the scripture from Romans chapter seven verse twenty-four. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then chapter eight and verse one: There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So keep walking in the Spirit. And you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cityradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At P.S. Kong Hee. At P.S. Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.